0: beautiful day in the neighborhood, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, in my parents' neighborhood down in Chico.
0: Yeah, we're down in beautiful Chico, California today, and your parents are out of town, so we are utilizing the backyard. We're joined. We have three guests today. They're all dogs. They won't have much to say, hopefully, and we like it that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. It's nice. It's lovely out, though. It's a beautiful afternoon.
1: Yeah. But you're right. Let.
0: <laughs> it's better dogs that dogs are seen and not heard. Yeah, that's what I prefer. Chickens too. I got a rooster that won't shut his goddamn mouth. the thing's up at like four in the morning. All day too. All day. So we're trying to get rid of him. Trying to find a place for him. I suggested the soup pot, but <laughs> I don't think my daughter would be down with that. What do you do? Put him up on Craigslist? Nah. Lindsay knows some people, I think, that might take him, so we'll see. Mm. We got a couple of eggs, though, from our hens, so I might have some babies in, like, three weeks. We'll see. I wouldn't be upset about that unless they're roosters again. <laughs> they're like, fuck. All three of them were. Oh, <laughs> Should have ate them eggs while we could, while we had the chance. Mm. Yeah, roosters are just annoying, man. They're mean, too. This one's a mean little motherfucker. But I digress. We're not talking about chickens today. We're talking about vodka. Because that's what we have. Have we had vodka on the show before? I don't think we have. We have? Oh, yeah. Vodka lemonade on those hot summer days.
1: Oh, we've had more gin than vodka. Yeah, you're right.
0: That's true. Maybe it's gin. Mm. But anyway, we got vodka today. Vodka tonic. Mm. Easy peasy. No need to talk about it. To me, vodka tastes like vodka. I'm sure you, the vodka connoisseurs out there would disagree with me, but, you know, you put it in some tonic and you're good
1: to go. But, Good yeah. to go. Mostly, like yeah, it's like uh, tofu, whatever just takes on the flavor. Yeah,
0: there you go.
1: Whatever you're drinking.
0: Whatever you're drinking. So, this is lovely.
1: Kicks it up a notch.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just spikes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really have a flavor. It just tastes like vodka. But it's a lovely... Uh, feels, well, it doesn't feel like a summer day, but it's nice out. Nice I mean, we're sunny.
1: both wearing sweatshirts.
0: Let's. Yeah, there's some cool crispness in the air. Trying to get some of that rain because fucking California's on fire, man. Again, yeah. surprise, surprise. That, Vallejo, Benicia, Napa, Lake County. I think there's some down south, too.
1: Yeah, I think another one just started this morning.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I, I forget heard. the
1: name of it. Oh, it's
0: hard to keep up, man. <laughs> and y'all haven't had power in a while, huh? have been shutting uh, our shit down.
1: Yeah, last uh, Wednesday and Thursday we're out. And then since, well, yesterday and through Wednesday, Paradise we will be out again. So
0: you've been out more than 50% of the time this last week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to <laughs> fill up the trailer with uh, gas and propane and uh, spray red that you're supposed to keep all the tanks filled like the gray and black water tank. I was going to I was going to empty the black water tank this weekend, but spray thought. You know, keep keep as much weight in there as possible so oh. that your trailer doesn't blow
0: over. Jesus. Yeah, the winds have been crazy. <laughs> it's been crazy up here. Yeah.
1: Like 70 mile, mile an hour gusts.
0: Yeah. I'm wondering though like PG&E is our company, our power company. And I'm wondering is there is some of this unpreventable? Or some of it just, like, when you have a company, profits are your bottom line. So if it comes down to profits or updating your equipment yeah. so it doesn't fucking spark and light fires, you're going to go with profits, <coughs> especially yeah. when you're monopolized. Like, it's like mm-hmm. no one can just start a power company where PG&E rules. I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> I don't even think it's possible.
1: No, companies are always gonna, as much as they can, of course, choose profit. Yeah. But I'm not willing to say that you know PG&E is more corrupt than any other power company. It's just that PG&E happens to be in California with all the yeah worst environmental factors. I mean, yeah, a lot of bad. I mean, yeah. But I but I do think you know there's obviously greed going on. Yeah. But not in. Nothing that's above and beyond.
0: I no, think. they're probably uh, uh, most of them are probably shitty. Maybe we'd all be shitty if if we were in that position. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't want to take away the weight of the gravity of the situation. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think we should call companies and the state on their shit like that. I think the state guarantees that PG&E is going to make a profit. They probably guarantee that every power company with a contract to serve this area or that area is going to make a profit, right? So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, oh, yeah, our our gear, our equipment's 10 years old, 20 years old. Maybe we should update it. That's going to eat into our profits. That's going to eat into our earnings and our shareholders. It's like, okay, now y'all fucked up, though. <laughs> but they're still in business. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being, in, excuse me, responsible for... Hundreds of thousands of acres, lives being lost, buildings being lost, homes being lost, billions and billions and billions of damage. Mm-hmm. A year later, that train's still rolling down the track. Like,
1: I mean, what? What are they going to do? <clears throat> you have to have power.
0: And yeah. what would the transition be like to another company? I mean, maybe it's fucking horrendous. I have no, I don't know how this shit works. I got my questions, but I don't know how. What would it take for another company to take over the power to? Where does PG&E run from? I mean, all of Northern California. All of I thought, Bay Area and North, at least, right?
1: I thought all of California, but I'm not...
0: Oh, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know if they're down... Edison is down in SoCal. Oh, okay. And maybe San Diego has a different company. But a lot of California is right. is serviced by PG&E. Right. This, this fucking takeover... Would have to, would be crazy, and then they'd still have the outdated equipment. I mean, it's still not going. There's no fix day one, by any means. Right, whatever
1: company comes in, they're not just going to yeah have their own equipment.
0: Yeah, it would take years and probably decades, and maybe that's what pg and doing now. But I don't know. Hmm. I, I, I I'm kind of ignorant on the whole thing, but it just seems if it's preventable, I'm guessing profits prevent Pre- prevented them from fixing their shit.
1: Right. I don't think having a safe power grid is like beyond, you know, anybody's capabilities. It's like it's not. <laughs> it's not like it's a logical impossibility. Right. You can't spark a fire.
0: Motherfuckers are landing rockets. They're shooting rockets mm-hmm. into space and landing them on Earth. You can have a system that doesn't light. Mm-hmm hundred thousand acres on fire just like they had that thing in uh what was it contra costa county down in the bay area where a gas line blew up killed a bunch of people mm-hmm. and it was their fault it was like you didn't do the right inspections or you didn't keep your shit up to date it's kind of like the whole what was it bp shell oil spills all those things like the shit is antiquated man but, it, but you made a ton of money this year. Made a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of money. You couldn't have right. put some of those profits back into your infrastructure?
1: I would think that just, you know, not enough accidents have happened.
0: Like, now it has, though, hasn't it? I mean,
1: right. In California, with respect to PG&E, I would think now they're probably thinking about changing their business model a little bit.
0: But probably only so they don't have to pay out fines and shit. <laughs> It's not all, It's not like because you all of a sudden got woke. Right. <laughs> right. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it, but I mean, whatever. So, yeah, it's been... Uh, right, it's not like they all of a sudden had like a change of heart. Maybe yeah. they did, maybe like, damn. <laughs> you got 80, 80, 85 people died in the campfire? 83? Yeah. 80, and, 80 some
1: odd? Yeah, and however many have died because of these recent
0: fires. People have died though, huh?
1: Like a, a, At least like two, I've heard.
0: Oh, the dogs are talking. They are chiming in. You got something to say? Oh, now you're going to be quiet? Okay. I got it, man. I'm not a dog man. I know you are. My family is too. My daughter gets all offended that I'm not. All
1: right. Well, I used to prefer cats, but yeah. now I do prefer dogs. You do? But I, I get, you know, your attitude. Like, they're pretty disgusting. <laughs> They're pretty foul.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see them over there licking their balls and shit.
1: I don't know if it's because
0: you're gonna let them lick off your plate. (laughs) (laughs) We got different standards.
1: (laughs) And I pass that threshold. Like I I seriously don't. I don't care that much about it. You don't. Like I'm at a point in my life where I'm kind of (laughs) life is just kind of crappy, and it's nice to come home to a smiling face every day. (laughs) Like.
0: (laughs) And a wet make-out from mm-hmm. your dog? Yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> I think that just makes my day crappier. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Life ain't crappy, is it? I mean, life can suck. Life is... What, is the, what are the four four noble truths of Buddhism? Suffering exists. There's a cause of suffering. There's, an end of, or there's, a, there's a way out of the end of suffering. And there is the end of suffering. So, Life is a, a wide spectrum. And it goes back and forth and around and yeah. I
1: don't think I've ever claimed to be completely woke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you're claiming you're woke, you ain't.
1: I'm still, I'm still stuck in being appalled at suffering. Yeah, it's not pretty being appalling. Able to
0: handle it. I think it's pretty appalling. I do have my questions.
1: Like in most spheres, nothing seems to be going right politically, environmentally, uh, spiritually. <laughs> Across the country,
0: given uh, Kanye's new release musically. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a dig.
1: <laughs> right, I mean, I, I hear, I hear. That's what the consensus is.
0: But there is some good news. We got that Baghdadi guy, right?
1: Yeah, Abu Bakar al Baghdadi.
0: We got him, so that's good news,
1: right? Big Daddy. Yeah, is that good? Should we be? Mark that fool. Should be we, re- we be rejoicing?
0: That's the question of today's. Uh, topic. Should we rejoice that some dude like that is dead?
1: Should we rejoice, and if we... I mean, should we be happy in any kind of way?
0: That's a deep question, man. That's a deep question. You could say the same thing. Hitler, you know. Or should we be happy Hitler died? Yeah, that's a deep question. I don't know. I mean, I don't... I'm not, like, stoked about it. I'm not, like, mad about it either, though.
1: No, I think it's kind of... (sighs) Like how I view abortion or it's like, no, I'm not, I'm never going to cheer and rejoice when some life has been taken. Right. Well, I I guess it's like it would fall into the, what, the just war theory. Eh. Um, Well, somewhere, so I'm somewhere in between the just war theory and, you know, Shane Claiborne who thinks that Mm -hmm. any kind of. Right. Uh, killing should be avoided right. at a, at all costs. Right, uh, and I guess I'm kind of more to the just war uh, theory. I, I don't know. I can't say exactly what it says, but
0: it's like you. Well, it's open for debate of what it is going to mean. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But you. I mean, it's like a last resort. That's I think originally it's it, this is the last resort. We have to go to war. all other manners of you know diplomacy or whatever. I mean, not put in those terms, but essentially this is the last. Last chance saloon. We're doing that. I think yeah. that's the spirit behind it.
1: Sure. Yeah. And that that's how I understand the spirit behind it. Yeah. That you're not, you're not happy that you have to go to sure. war, but um, ultimately you're, you're saving more lives. Yeah.
0: Or... It's a, it's a trolley problem too. It's a trolley problem. You, you got a trolley on the tracks and it's going toward, what is it? Oh fuck. I'm going to fuck it up. It's going to one person tied up. You have a chance to pull the lever. It's going to divert the track to yeah. four people or something like that. Maybe I have those flipped. It's, there's four people on the track and it's going toward them, and you flip it to one person. But either way, I think it's originally it's diverted toward like a group of people. Mm-hmm. Do you pull with the lever to save this one dude? To, or, or, or when do you pull? You know, when do you pull the lever? Mm-hmm. And of course, philosophers have argued over this. Since its inception. Um, <laughs> but. I got to get that. I got to get that right. I got to look that up. Because I, I think I'm fucking it up. But you know the spirit behind that. Yeah. I mean, that, that problem. I mean, part of the
1: point yeah. is that nobody's rejoicing that, you know, any life had to be taken.
0: I, I would hope not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's actually, um, you find yourself at a lever, runaway trolley approaches. They've been tied. to. The, okay. So it's there. it's a group of people are tied to the tracks it's going to kill like let's say five people. You divert the trolley with the lever. It's going to go kill this one person. Is it ethical, moral to pull the lever? Do you let the five people who are tied up die or do you pull the lever and have this one person dead?
1: Cuz it it was already it was on the path towards the
0: toward the five, towards the five. Let's say. Yeah. Yeah, whatever yeah. the whatever the amount is, but basically more than one person.
1: Okay, right? Cuz part of the consideration is you're ultimately making making the choice that this one person has to die. You're, right. you're saying that this one person right. dies instead of these. Whereas five. if you don't do anything, five are going to die.
0: And isn't that the uh, essentially the argument like for just war or even this uh, Baghdadi guy?
1: Essentially. Yeah. That
0: you kill this guy and you're going to save x amount of people.
1: But x amount of people that you die. know ISIS would kill. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I mean it seems like the same logic to me.
0: That's a tough one. That's a tough one.
1: I mean, I would say that. <laughs> I, I guess I'm always gonna choose the scenario where the least amount of people die. I, I, that's ultimately where I'm where I'm leaning towards.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, uh, totally. That, so it's. A, I mean, it's a valid. I mean, it's gonna. Is there a right or wrong answer? I mean, th- that we haven't like solved this thing deductively or anything. No. Um,
1: I, I mean, I. It's a pretty definite lean in that direction. Um, like if you, without throwing in factors, like, you know, that those four people tied on the tracks were members of ISIS or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You don't know.
1: Then that changes the calculus. a little Right. Bit.
0: <laughs> right. So I guess the question is, is, is it worth it to kill this one ISIS dude? Cause I mean, theoretically you're saving the lives of X amount of people. My problem with that is that someone's going to replace this dude. And when you, I mean, you can't just think that you're going to kill one guy and, like, and solve it. some problem. Like, just solve terrorism. Typically, yeah, yeah, typically the way terrorism works and terrorist recruitment tools work is when you kill terrorists, who, who, whom you deem a terrorist, a bunch more join to get justice, vengeance upon those yeah. who did that.
1: Well, it's like...
0: They show our bombing at in you know isis al-qaeda yeah groups as a recruitment tool
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's a very powerful one so it's like it's like when Bin Laden was killed it's like okay we we killed the leader there's some next up there's some next guy in line and i'm not saying you shouldn't do it i'm i'm not mm-hmm. saying you should like i'm not
1: i mean the shane claiborne model kind of seems to be a little bit naive but like somebody asked him, well, what do you do if, you know, um, somebody, uh, has a gun to your head or something like that? And he says, I don't know, like squawk like a chicken, be, be creative. And it's like, well, that doesn't really seem to work in the real world. Yeah. So I never,
0: try. I, I never tried it.
1: And I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't want to be the one to try it first. Like, <laughs>
0: Just I'm going to start I'm hugging probably, the dude.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with more conventional methods. Like probably. Martial arts or something like that. Yeah,
0: I think martial arts has its place. I think... Damn dogs. Look at this. You are trying to shut the show down? Mm-mm-mm. That's one strike. Two more, and you're out of here.
1: Probably just after the next one. That's <laughs> true.
0: Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, I, I... I love having the ideal and the philosophical approach. Same time, I'm a, pra- I'm a pragmatist. So... Mm-hmm. If I know someone's getting attacked or something, I'm not just going to start squawking like a chicken. Like, I'm going to probably choke the dude out. And I'm not going to try to kill him. But let's say we fall back and he hits his head and dies. <sighs> did you do something immoral? Or did you do something unethical? It's like, damn, man. I, and people always want to use Jesus. And and, and, and and that's fine, too. I think having... <laughs> if you want to model your life after Jesus, that's cool. I don't think Jesus was ever in a situation where he. I mean, yeah, the woman who was about to get stoned. But if they started throwing stones at her, he, was he going to just keep talking or squawking?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, or is he going to is he going to go tackle a dude? I mean, what if they're not listening? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I,
1: I mean, I definitely don't have any problem with tackling a person, like using force, yeah. or violence.
0: Yeah, some people would though. They'd take it that far. Yeah, they'd say no force at all. I, I would say no initiation of force, but a force has been initiated and it, it comes down to, I mean, in the group homes, we tried to, we tried to solve things non-forcefully all the fucking time. It just doesn't work all the time. At some point, a kids getting their ass kicked, you fucking restrain the kid and they might get hurt. We did it in the juvenile hall a lot. That's the one little injury I had is because I can tackle this kid and, there was a lot of weight falling down at one time all together in a pile. Uh, uh, w- what happened? Oh, some kid was, I forget—I don't remember, this is like fucking 14 years ago. Some kid was, you know, doing something crazy where we had to restrain him. I think I rolled my ankle or something just helping oh. out in the restraint. <laughs> kid could have fallen back and hit his head and died. I mean, those little things literally could happen. Um, yeah, of mm. course, you do everything you can to avoid them. You have training. You know how to restrain people. You know how to... You know how to use communication. You know how to use a crisis intervention model. But at the end of the day, like that only takes you so far. It's not the universal solution to everything. Yeah. I'm, I, but I'm never. But again, to balance it out, I'm not stoked about killing a dude.
1: <laughs> no, I think what, like, like Jesus said, the poor will always be with us. Yeah, because that's kind of like a stand-in for any kind of. Evil. I mean, I would say that there's always going to be killers in this world. You're never yeah. gonna like as much as like Jim Jeffries says. Like you can't beat you know love with hate. Um, yeah. you can only beat love with love.
0: I think that was Martin Luther King Jr. first, but
1: okay. Well, I guess Jeffries he admitted that love doesn't always defeat defeat hate. But it, anyway, I mean, I think the best that we can do. And this in this life is just try to contain it as as yeah. much as possible. Yeah.
0: I think there's a place for that. I mean, as much of a pacifist as I am in many ways, still like, are there extenuating circumstances? Well, I don't have the capacity to say absolutely not. I can't think of all the circumstances. There's probably some pretty fucked up things that it's like. Okay, we got to do something, and it's gonna use force.
1: And I think that I, no, I think that's where wisdom comes in. Is there's always gonna is understanding that there's always going to be extenuating circumstances. Totally. Um, so it doesn't really work to just have a hard and fast rule. Like, sure, was it te- was it technically is it technically technically wrong to lie? Yeah. In most cases, but is it wrong to lie to you know the Nazi officers that are asking if you're hiding mm. Jews uh, that's when it becomes more complicated yeah that's where life comes in
0: yeah if you have the rule or the law thou shalt not lie if that's a blanket statement mm-hmm. for every context in every situation, damn you miss the point because even the laws yeah, yeah. are in a context. Even the laws are in a context,
1: and there's only so much you know ink in the world. You can't write it write out every you know situation no. where it's bad to lie. No, like
0: <laughs> no. So that's where everything becomes nuanced. But to to simplify the question, should we rejoice? Absolutely not. I don't think we should. I think every human soul is made in the image and likeness of God. Even the mm. most horrific. Even the people who do the most horrific shit. So, in a way, we can we can say, yeah, we had to do what we had to do in some situations. Yeah, we had to stop this dude from murdering a bunch of people, and he ended up dying mm-hmm. in the process. But we can... Can we also mourn that? Yeah. And I think we can. Just the fact that human life is valuable. Yeah. I mean, I just...
1: I mean, I'm happy about the situation that came from... From hopefully the good situation that comes from him being killed, hopefully, like I'm happy about that, right? And I might re- I might say that I rejoice in that, but no, not the specific fact that he's dead.
0: Yeah, and this is what turned me big off or off big bigly <laughs> when it came to Hillary Clinton when she was like laughing about uh, what was it? Gaddafi who got killed. And, like laughing about it, this dude yeah, got like bad. stabbed and like I think sodomized with a knife and like fucking. They were just making jokes about it. And, like,
1: yeah, that turns my stomach a little bit.
0: Basking nice. in the fact that this dude was like brutally killed in the streets. It's like on the one hand, yeah, if you don't like Gaddafi and you think it's better without him as a leader, that's a diff- that's a different argument. But the fact that you almost like rejoiced in the fact that this dude was slaughtered. Oh, did he deserve it? Uh, that's not the question. Like, I, I would much rather—I'd be much more inclined to respect someone if they were like, "Yeah, we didn't want to do any of that, and yeah, it didn't go down how we would want, but he, we deemed, we we believe we did the right thing by him having to go." Well, okay, then we can discuss whether that's true or not. But
1: we, yeah, I mean, nobody
0: deserves to go in that way. No, no, no. That's—I mean—that's just. And then, if they do, to be like almost gleeful about it,
1: it's just like, right? Or maybe they maybe they did. I guess. I guess we can argue that point. But but you don't rejoice
0: in the fact that you get to do it. No, that's <laughs> that's just sick to me. Yeah, that's what that was my big turn off to Clinton. I was just like, that's some other shit I didn't like. But it was like, damn. I whoa. still
1: voted for though. <sighs> wow, well,
0: I did, but
1: because yeah. I had to, pretty much.
0: And that's neither here nor there, but it's like. I think anyone who, I don't know, has an ounce of human decency can even see, like, some sort of sadness even, like, in Hitler dying or something. Be like, yeah, this Mm -hmm. dude was a kid and he had a mom and I'm sure underneath all the bullshit, there was some redeeming human quality He's a human being. Yeah, he didn't act like one, of course. And everything he did was horribly atrocious.
1: Well, I mean, maybe if he spent more time on his art. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah, if he yeah, someone indoctrinated him. Someone got to him when he was young. Someone, someone else is responsible also for that's that's the thing about being a human. We're all, am I my brother's keeper? In a way, we kind of are. Doesn't mean the other person doesn't mean that person's not responsible. It just means everyone, even the most indoctrinated among us and the most horrible among us, got taught these things from somewhere else. Yeah. Someone else has some responsibility, right?
1: Maybe not nearly as much, but... Right, totally. But ideas, ideologies don't come out of a vacuum. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if, if Hitler grew up in a complete utopia, then yeah, it would be kind of completely his fault if...
0: Totally. <laughs> but no one no one comes out of yeah, a vacuum. Like you said, tabula rasa. You know, it's all informed somewhere. We start learning imitatively from the time we're born. So, there's some redeeming quality underneath Underneath all the bullshit. Even with Trump, even with this Baghdadi guy.
1: Even if it's just a small little spark.
0: Even just a, yeah, what is um, the spark of the divine? I forget who used yeah. that term.
1: Even if it's just that small. Even if that's all that you have. <laughs>
0: it's something, yeah. Yes. That's absolutely true. And maybe that's the problem with um, most most Christians is that I don't know if they see it that way I really don't I don't know if they see everyone as a children of God I don't know what traditional Buddhist doctrine is or Hindu or
1: well I think within Hinduism they have you know the idea that everybody is part of the Godhead which to me is essentially saying the same thing yeah um,
0: I'm sure you can definitely interpret it that way <laughs> But I hear Christians say that not all people are children of God. Not all people are
1: definitely within uh, evangelicalism. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're not. You're a child of Satan or something.
1: You're not a child of God until you've said the magic prayer.
0: Yeah, you got through the bouncer. <laughs> you got past the um, St. Peter, <laughs> and now you're a child of God. Ontologically, that makes no sense to me. But um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if if everyone sees like that every human has some sort of worth. Maybe that's a contentious idea, and we're just assuming. I mean, I'm not assuming it, but is it is it controversial to say that this band, ba- bag? I can't say his name. Bag had a redeeming quality. I mean, do it do- isn't
1: to me. I tend to reduce it down to. Uh, just the fact that something exists is a good thing. yeah um, I mean, if we're gonna uh, take sin evil to be a privation, mm. you know, something that is lacking, something that doesn't exist, I would say, you know that just by definition, anything that exists is gonna be good. Mm. So I would there's some part of Baghdadi, Baghdadi that should exist that doesn't exist. Mm. You know, what lack of love, lack of <laughs> patience, perhaps, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Lack of the fruits of the spirit, as Paul would put it. There you go. Yeah. I wonder if all that stuff is just the what Paul called the wood, hay, and stubble, and all of it needs to be burned up. But there is a gem underneath. Yeah. It's weird to say, like, the leader of ISIS is a gem underneath all of it. But I think philosophically and... Theologically and anthropologically, I have to believe that,
1: and I don't even have a huge problem saying that. I mean, I, no,
0: I know you don't, and I don't. I'm wondering if some people probably would.
1: Oh, I, I yeah. I mean, I know, I know people that would. A lot of people who would think that's not true. Yeah, I mean, I Blast. I know that's a controversial statement, but you know, you know, I lean hard into that conviction. I don't have a problem with it.
0: Yeah, I do too. It's um. To me, if you don't have that view, it, it like, lessens what the shit you've done. Oh, so the shit that you did wasn't, okay, well, yeah, it wasn't as bad as Hitler. It wasn't as bad as Baghdadi. Yeah, okay, I get that. But at the same time that you're saying, okay, what, it's still not bad, though? I mean, if you if you really have the, like, biblical conviction that any mm-hmm. sin keeps us out of God's graces or we all deserve hell, most Christians, that's your starting place, right? You're going to hell until you decide this. What are you saying your sh- sin's not bad? Your shit's not, it stinks, but it doesn't stink that bad, so that's okay?
1: Right. I mean, that's not being very consistent. If you're assuming that any any sin keeps you out of heaven, I mean, yeah, I mean, you should maybe not wail as much, but you don't seem to be wailing as much as you should be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because even Jesus, like, he was pretty radical. Like, he, atti- he tied anger and hatred toward your brother as murder.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, basically, I think, I don't think he's being so literal. I think he's trying to teach us something that it's the heart that matters. It's the heart that leads to the actions. So if it's already in your heart, just assume that it's going to happen. Just assume that that's where you're already at. So, just, so change the heart. Don't yeah. don't look at the symptoms. Look at the, the, right. the, the underneath, the cause, the real cause.
1: You've just been lucky enough not to have been put in a situation where you might commit murder or you might commit adultery. Um, yeah your heart is still in the same place. Right. You just got lucky so far. Yeah.
0: Maybe you didn't get to wield the power. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. maybe you you weren't put in a spot where you had those opportunities to be a tyrant or a dictator. Maybe you would, maybe we would. I think that's the point is that if we, if we harbor malice and resentment and strife toward our fellow human, Mm -hmm. we're the murderer. We're the adulterer because he makes that, Tie in too, but you want to look at a woman lustfully. You're committing adultery. It's, it's the same thing because mm-hmm. one leads to the other.
1: Your heart is in your, the same. place. Your heart's
0: in the same spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, look at where your heart is. Not necessarily. Don't. Don't necessarily look at your actions all the time. Like get to the root. Go deeper. Go deeper than that. Go a layer deeper and a layer deeper, mm-hmm. and figure out what's the thing at the core that's causing you to do this or think this or act in this way. But I still got to think that underneath it all. We all are reconciled. We all are reconcilable. Even the most hardened among us. I don't
1: think that any of us is that stupid that, you know, given an infinite amount of time, you know, we can't be changed. Yeah.
0: Um, or even just seeing things with clear eyes.
1: Right. I mean, I think it. it's just as simple as, you know, removing the blinders. Mm-hmm. And that... That doesn't necessarily take more than an instant, like with a super strong vision or something like that. Yeah. Like,
0: Maybe it's different for everyone. Maybe you have to grind through something for years and years until you see it. Maybe purgatory makes sense in that way. <laughs> maybe purgatory mm-hmm. is just what you make it. But uh, maybe it's not true. But maybe there's some sort of purgatorial thing going on.
1: Right. In, in one way or another yeah the wheats hay and stubble
0: wood hay and stubble yeah
1: that yeah that's gonna that's gonna have to be removed and that's, yeah. I mean that's what I would equate purgatory to
0: yeah. I mean yeah there's a purpose to it there's a purpose to it it doesn't it doesn't get us out even as universalists I, I still think it doesn't get us off the hook of talking about these questions like it still matters how we reacted to Baghdadi, it still matters. The trolley problem still matters. Even if, even if our answer to the trolley problem, let's say is, well, they we all go to heaven. Like we're all reconciled to God. I mean, that's, that's, that's a cop out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's true, but it's, it's still a cop out. Like
1: <laughs> we can still, we can still always refine our, our understanding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ultimately, but ultimately everybody will make it to heaven, but you know we can still be nuanced in our in, yeah. in our approach,
0: okay, so since you lean more toward just war, what would you do with the trolley problem no. knowing nothing about the people tied up I mean'cause that that doesn't i mean just knowing nothing all complete strangers you know nothing about
1: them I would pull the lever
0: you'd save the you'd save the five and the trolley would hit the one
1: I would i mean is that is that related to the just war theory
0: uh it is. Would you kill the leader of some terrorist organization if you knew it was going to save more people by doing so?
1: Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I would. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I would too. I think if I was on the track where the I was the one, I'd say, "Yeah, pull it in, save these people." And I know that's not the exact same thing, but
1: I don't know. It's, it's kind of.
0: I'd probably do both. I guess I would. I think... That's fucking terrible. I think you're,
1: we might be falling in, into a trap where we think, we're like, we're not doing anything if we don't pull the lever. It's, like, the same... It's the question of, do we impeach uh, President Trump? I mean, like, given, uh, you know, what happened with Clinton, like, risking a majority in the House of Representatives, like... Well, you, you have to realize that, you know, not impeaching Trump... Comes with uh, consequences too, right? So I think it's kind of like a, a misnomer to, you know, attach like the word action to it. I think you're always doing some sort of yeah.
0: Your inaction action, is an action. I would say yeah.
1: I mean, unfortunately, you are thrust into a situation where you're making a choice either way.
0: Yeah. Oh <clears throat> yeah, that's the thing. That's a that's part of the problem. Yeah, you made it. Your non-choice is a choice. <laughs> I always try to think WWGD, what would Gandalf do And when, he, <laughs> <laughs> when Frodo wants to kill Gollum and he's like, who are you to, to do that? Who are you to make that decision? Who are you? You never know if it's going to be good for good or bad, for ill or for gain or whatever he says. That's, that's my one hiccup on the, um, on the trolley problem. Well, who are you to decide that it's better for these five people to live than this one person to die. I'm like, damn, I don't know. It just seems like it's a numbers game. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, less life will be lost if I if I pull the lever.
1: Well, you're know. doing the best you can with the information that you got. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that... I mean, I, I, I think that the... Inaction is action. That, that kind of trumps the Gandalf theory. Yeah. Like... No, sure, I recognize that we don't know, but this is all the information that I have, and I have to make a choice, so I'm just going to play the numbers game. That's yeah. all I can do That's right really now. That's
0: really yeah. <laughs> I think the point of those things maybe is that, well, at the end of the day, there's like there's grace. <laughs> like, right. like, I mean, no one solved this problem, and I don't think anyone solved the problem on what do you do with Hitler. I, mean, I don't know. I know we didn't go to war. In World War II, because of Hitler, because we were a little late to the party, and I—I I know we yeah. went to war after J- Japan bombed our asses. And you know, I—I <laughs> I know the history of that shit. Like you can't—you can't really play the hey, we, well, yeah. we we didn't. So
1: there was a sequence of events there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It,
0: it was after we got bombed. So. Yeah, <laughs> by Japan, not not Germany. Right. Yeah, Hitler was doing his thing for long before we did our. <laughs> including ourselves into the war. That's a pretty good point. I I think people forget that. Well, I mean, you still don't get off the philosophical question, what would you do with Hitler? Maybe I'd have done something before. I I don't know. I I really don't know. I think... uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to think that there are nonviolent means of even going about that. I don't know if there are.
1: If you catch it early early enough. Yeah. Like if maybe... Hitler's mother was a little bit more attentive. Maybe <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mama did raise a fool, um, <laughs> but but still, yes, kids are going to do what kids are going to do. Yeah,
1: yeah ultimately, it, it was Hitler's decision. To, totally, yeah, to do whatever he did.
0: Absolutely, it was Baghdadi it's been trumps it's been all of ours like my, my mom's not responsible for my my decisions maybe she plays some sort of part in the fact that i, I am who i am and the way i am and my dad and my upbringing and my genetics and yeah all that shit goes into it but i'm still responsible for my shit so i'm glad we solved the trolley problem Pull the fucking lever people <laughs> just kidding if you don't like i'm sure you have a reason to and I don't think one. I don't think I'm right and you're wrong. I don't think it's a right or wrong thing. is it, is it right or wrong to kill this ISIS guy? I, I don't know if it's right or wrong. I've no fucking clue. What would you have done with Hitler? I, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer. I mean, we got to be pragmatists too. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when I restrained kids in the group home, was that the right decision or the wrong decision? That was the decision I made with my best faculties doing the best based on my training. And did you try to talk them down? Yeah, I tried. Did you tried nonviolent means? Yeah, I tried. Could you have done better? Probably.
1: I think if you did the best that you could, you I would say you made the right decision. I mean, yeah. yeah. I'm willing to say that, Yeah, I guess.
0: I'm a nonviolent dude, but I did tackle a gang member on the fucking main road in Chico.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you didn't murder him. so no.
0: He did fall down pretty hard. He could have got killed, I guess. Could have hit his head on the curb or some shit. But you didn't have murderous intentions. No, no. I whooped his ass, but <laughs> I wasn't trying to hurt the kid. But this kid said he was gonna go kill people. It was it wrong to use force?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And no,
0: I thought this kid, I, this dude was in a gang. Like he was a Norteno. If he said he was gonna kill some people, like I, I'm not gonna pretend like he's bluffing.
1: I mean, aren't you even required by law to?
0: Well, no, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That was a fine line. We were a hands-off facility too at that time, but I had trained for years and years and been in hands-on facilities. So we were, and my boss was even there. She, this dude ran from a psych unit and she was like out front of the drive in a driveway or in the parking lot. And I was on this main road and he was running out. And I busted his ass too, but put a judo trip on him because <laughs> when I caught up to him, he tried to hit me, but I was going to restrain him anyway. Cause I was like, you know what? Like, I know we're hands off, but I feel like I got a, like a duty as a citizen of this community that this dude says he's going to go kill some people. I got to stop that, Mm -hmm. man. I mean,
1: (laughs) I would say, yeah, of course.
0: So Hmm. I, like I, I just always waver back and forth on this stuff, on this pacifism, nonviolence, non force stuff. I don't want to make a law out of stuff. Like, Maybe Keith and I, Keith Giles and I would disagree. Maybe me and Shay, Shane Claiborne would disagree. Maybe we wouldn't. I don't know. I'm way more, like, on board with, like, like what Shane does with not doing the death penalty. Like, retribution. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm totally on board with all that yeah,
1: stuff. Yeah.
0: To me, that's not as nuanced. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, you know, I'm non-interventionist for a foreign policy. But at the same time, like, we are intervening with things. Like, there's a right way and a wrong way of doing something. Like, I don't think you just, like, oh, I'm non interventionist so whatever we're doing now is just done day one. I don't know. Maybe that would cause chaos in the Middle East if we pulled all of our troops tomorrow. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I don't know shit enough to do that. I'm theoretically a, a non-interventionalist.
1: I would say for the most part, I'm a non right. Like,
0: But if we're already there, like, okay, you don't...
1: Because of a situation that we created.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, we totally helped create that <laughs> shit. But it's like, yeah, I'm I'm totally, you know, after surgery, I'm all about you pulling out the staples and having shit heal up. Yeah. An hour after the surgery is not a great idea. <laughs> you pull that shit out, it's going to get a little worse. So, yeah, I'm all about getting Band-Aids off your hand if you got cuts. Right. And but then
1: in the future, maybe we'll point. think about, you know... Yeah, maybe not putting ourselves in those kinds of situations as much. Right. But I also but want to be practical. Don't, don't make it worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't don't sacrifice all the gains that you have made just because you don't want to be, you know, in the sand. like. <laughs>
0: oh, what, did, what did Trump say? The sand and death?
1: Sand and death, I think, yeah.
0: I love John, the new John Oliver. He's like, you live in, or you got a resort in Florida. It's all sand and death. Right. <laughs> that was a savage burn. <laughs>
1: yeah, solid episode as, as usual. With
0: yeah, that latest um, one, Trump in Syria, was pretty good. Yeah. I love how Trump said that it's for smart people. It's not really that... What what <laughs> do he say about Syria? Like, it's complicated or it's difficult or it's tough. Unless you're a smart person, then it's just kind of...
1: Which is saying that, you know, he is smart and everybody else is stupid. I mean, because everybody else is saying something different. Yeah. Nobody thought it was a good, a good idea to do that.
0: But he just... Do you think he thinks he's smarter than everyone else? Do you think he really believes that?
1: I think he is a pretty huge narcissist. I think so, too.
0: <laughs> so, you think he really believes that he's sitting there like, yeah, I'm it's just obvious I'm smarter than all these stupid fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me, either way.
0: I but he lies all the time, so we're gonna take him at his word on that. I guess so. That's probably the one thing he's telling the truth about.
1: He says he he says he never tells a joke. Or
0: he never tells a joke.
1: He says he doesn't kid or something like that. He uh, said he said that, <laughs> but then he said the opposite. So it's like
0: <laughs> you don't know. He's just all over the fucking map, man.
1: So I'm just. What what else are you leaving me with? I, I I can't believe anything that you say. Nobody can believes
0: what yeah. you say. I think I think this is my theory. Is he's the most most he is the smartest, most witty, and most woke motherfucker in the whole world. And he's the he's playing the troll just because he can. He's trolling the fuck out of all of us, and we're all biting for it. Do you seriously think that? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny to think about.
1: (laughs) If he did, if that was the
0: case. But if that was a character in a movie and that was the... If Jar Jar Binks... (laughs) (laughs) If Jar Jar Binks really is the ultimate Sith Lord, like some of those fan theories, and he's like the drunken Shaolin master...
1: Oh, I I would get on my knees. Like, yeah, no, that... No, well played. Well Well played, sir.
0: Slow clap. Yep slow clap the fuck out of that shit because that is the most annoying ass character <laughs> until you might realize he is the Sith master and he played all of our asses of course that doesn't fit into the current episode cuz fucking palpatine's coming back in episode 9 oh that's right and if it's but if, could you imagine what if what if in episode 9 it's really jar jar that <laughs> this shit. someone should have made a trailer someone should have made a trailer someone out there make a fucking trailer where in episode 9 Rise of the Skywalker Jar Jar comes back as the ultimate Sith Lord <laughs> uh,
1: if nothing else, SNL has to do a skit like that. <laughs>
0: Come on, SNL, get on it. That would be hilarious. People would if the, if that came out as a real trailer, people would fucking flip, and I'd laugh my ass <laughs> off. He was he was the most annoying character. I didn't like those first three episodes. You I, know uh, the Anakin story. I
1: honestly. only watched the first one. I I mean because it was so bad. I tough couldn't, to make it through. I didn't watch. I just it, it
0: was it was not really believable. Even like the last fight between Anakin and Obi Wan, is it Obi Wan? Yeah, or Qui Gon Jinn? Who the fuck was he fighting?
1: I can't tell you. How yeah, I, fuck, didn't I don't watch remember it.
0: Star Wars. I'm not a Star Wars nerd. I don't I don't nerd out on it like I do with Lord of the Rings. But it was just unbelievable. Like there, he's like the pupil and the master, and maybe it was just the cinematography and the the, the script that I was just like the acting wasn't great. Huh. I mean, I know you wanted to make it different. You didn't want to... I mean, right. I get all that, but...
1: No, I mean, but just episode one, yeah. The,
0: I wanted to like it. The acting was bad. It was, it was pretty was poor. Bad. It was pretty poor. I don't know how they're going to do the end of this Star Wars thing.
1: I don't know, but the last couple movies have been pretty damn good, actually. You've liked them? I feel like the franchise has been redeemed.
0: A lot um, of people would disagree with you. i liked them. I haven't loved them.
1: They're not the best movies ever, but they were definitely entertaining. They were entertaining. And, that, and that's what I look for in a Star Wars movie.
0: And I've reserved my judgment until the whole thing is done. Because people are like, okay. oh, where's the story going? They fucked the story up. it's like, well, hold on, the story's not done yet. So I think sometimes part of a good storytelling is to get people like agitated before you hit them with a punchline. Sure. Before you hit them with the culmination. So yeah, the, the story think, could get fucked up, right. but... It could have. It could come back where we all go. Oh shit! And maybe that's them thinking on the fly, and they redeemed it because they were going to fuck it up, and they didn't know where the script was going. They didn't like, kind of like uh, Game of Thrones. Like it, it did get yeah. fucked up, from what I hear. I didn't follow that franchise, but
1: well, I think you can be you can be agitated and you can be entertained at the same time. Totally. Like you may not agree with where the plot is going, but you know you're still on the edge of your seat. You're wondering what's going to happen. Yeah. You're not annoyed. Overly about yeah. a certain character.
0: Yeah. I think people are annoyed by, um, what's his name? The bad guy. Um, fuck. <laughs> my Sorry, my can't help you. My brain went, uh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> my brain cramped. Right. Eye. I think I had a mini stroke. Um, I don't, I don't I, like I think him. A dog just farted. <laughs> <laughs> <It> went,
1: <laughs> I don't like, what was his name? Ky- Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah, just kind of like my mom never liked Han Solo. No, but it's it's like she doesn't. She would never want to get rid of Han Solo. Yeah, it's just like she wouldn't want to, you know, hang out with him in real life. But I don't know if I she would she recognizes that she's part of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, he. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, and I would say the same thing about the other guy. I don't, I don't like him, but it feels like he fits.
0: Yeah. I, I, want, I, I don't know how they're going to uh, bring it all together. I mean, Rise of the Skywalker implies that... I think that's the name of the subtitle. Rise of the Skywalker, right? I think so. Yeah. Something shit like that. <laughs> so it implies that either Rey is a Skywalker or, or Kylo is a Skywalker, which I don't think. I don't even think Rey's a Skywalker. Oh, a A, Jedi? No, a a Jedi, yeah, but a Skywalker. Like, in the Skywalker family. Like, Luke. um, Anakin. So, is Anakin coming back? Darth Vader? Like, how the fuck is he going to come back? Palpatine's coming back, the Emperor. Yes, let the hate flow through you. You know, the guy who's electrocuting. Mm -hmm. Who Darth Vader fucking threw off that thing. So, somehow he makes it. Or he's in the helmet, or some shit. He's like fucking <laughs> some voodoo master. So who the fuck is the Skywalker rising? That's what I don't. I don't. I mean, I think it maybe it's Anakin, but I don't know how they're gonna write that shit in there. I don't know Star Wars lore and canon and all that shit. Like it's Palpatine and Skywalker, and he rises. Like I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Not from what I've ever heard
1: you're not a nerd and i know way less than you so i i have have no input
0: yeah i've I've heard like in in the lore that a a sith can like put their soul into something or someone so that if they die like they they move on and palpatine was really living through other people and then he comes back through someone else or some shit like that I, i i don't fucking know there's, like, comic books and books and, you know, canon and extra canonical and all this shit. Like, it's like the Bible. <laughs> so, I, I don't know all that shit. But I've heard, he, like, a, a Sith can live in, like, in Darth Vader's helmet. So, like, the soul that... I don't, mm-hmm. how, they, how they incarnate into a person or... A sentient being. I don't know that shit.
1: It sounds interesting, though. It does sound interesting. Uh, I, mean, I don't know how they're
0: going to play it, though. Are they just going to play it that Ray is the ultimate Jedi and defeats evil, and the the force is balanced in the universe? I mean, that's the whole thing, right? The force has to be balanced. I think whatever yeah, that means. I'm not that exactly sounds sure. familiar. And Anakin was the one that the prophecy says is going to balance the force, and he was supposed to be the one, and then. You know, once he redeems himself by killing the Emperor to save Luke, then that's kind of how you think, like, okay, it's balanced now. Because the Sith, the ultimate, like, Sith dude killed the, you know, he redeemed himself by choosing the good, the light, the light side, the good side, not the dark side. But now the dark side is back through Snoke and, and then Kylo, and now apparently Palpatine. So he was there the whole time. So who's going to balance the Force? So the prophecy is either wrong, and it's not Anakin, who became Darth Vader, who's gonna balance the force is someone else. Is it Ray? Well, if it's Is it wrong. Kylo? Maybe Ray turns bad and Kylo's really the ultimate hero.
1: Right. But if it was wrong, then it wasn't really prophecy.
0: Right. So. But that's what episode four, five, and six are based on. But maybe that's part I I've no who knows. I'll be interested. I'm gonna watch it. Tell you that much.
1: It's Disney. I'm gonna have to think that the prophecy is gonna be Probably correct. would be correct. Well,
0: then Anakin has to come back.
1: So yeah, I think he would have to. That'd be badass.
0: I would like it to go that direction.
1: That be that seems like a perfect way to.
0: I don't want it to just be Ray is the greatest Jedi ever and destroys evil, kills Kylo, and is the ultimate. Like it doesn't yeah. seem very deep, does it? No, it just seems shallow. Like if she puts a lightsaber so through herself fine. because she okay. realizes that. <laughs> That's the only way. Like, oh shit Like <laughs> I oh, you know, whatever. I don't know, some self sacrifice. I don't think Luke's gonna come back. Maybe as a phantom, Yoda. Yoda's gotta make an experience, uh, appearance as a little glowing blue orb.
1: No, they all the big guys gotta come back as in that little uh in their ghostly form. In their
0: ghostly form. Maybe Anakin does it some in some form and he's Anakin and not Darth. I think he does at some point. I think, isn't he there standing with Obi-Wan? No, yeah, Obi-Wan What at the 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 end of episode six,
1: isn't he? Return of the Jedi? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. After after he redeems himself, isn't he there as a blue orb?
1: Yeah, that's when he appears at first, I think,
0: right? Right, and he's Anakin, Yeah, he's not Darth.
1: It was the other two. It it was uh, Yoda and uh, um, Obi-Wan, and then Anakin.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. right. You're right. Yep. Yep. So is there a way... Is there anything in the in the lore for all... Is, do we have any Star Wars nerds out there listening? Is there anything in the lore that a Blue Lord person can come back and incarnate as a... Re- <laughs> like, is Yoda going to come back? Is fucking Luke going to come back and Anakin, all of them? <laughs> I don't think so. <clears throat> but I something's going something, to... Maybe something is in the... They'll reveal something in those books. Those are the canon of the books that... Uh, Remember that we're in that big tree and Yoda's there as a blue orb and, and Luke has to, you know, the tree burns down and he thinks the canon of the scriptures are in there.
1: Oh, in the most recent ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, but, yeah. but
0: they really, they got like hijacked. Who took them? Ray took them and got him into the millennium Falcon. So the, the scriptures are in, in the ship. Right. So something's got to be revealed from those things about like, hmm. I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, the I'll trailers have been pretty... Have you seen the trailers?
1: They no. Got, they got me hyped. I haven't. I'll yeah. definitely see the movie.
0: Yeah. They got me hyped. Yeah. I hope Disney doesn't fuck it up.
1: Uh, I think they have a pretty good track record. I'm not, I'm not too worried.
0: On some of them, do they do. I think some of their stories are good. Mm. I don't know if I like them as a company. We have to go to Disneyland next March, and they up their prices, those motherfuckers, to like 130 a day for one park? Oh. Fuck me jeez I'm gonna check out that Star Wars land though that's for sure
1: I mean they know how to make money but yeah. their product is pretty quality
0: it is it is I have you ever gone back to amusement parks that you went to as a kid and you're like what the fuck is this I went back to Great America mm-hmm. it's like this is ghetto mm-hmm. I'd rather be at the fair it was ghetto as fuck you go to Disneyland right now you're like I'm a little kid oh my god main Street's so beautiful it's all lit up look at this shit I'm like in a different world
1: no, they know what they're doing.
0: Yeah. Now, if they let you drink and smoke weed in there, that'd be even better, but... <laughs> bunch of prudes. But I digress. Mm-hmm. So, did we solve Did we solve the uh, just war theory? Did we solve the trolley problem?
1: I think so. I think we deserve
0: the... We deserve the Nobel Peace Prize? Yeah. So, are you agreeing that Trump should have taken out this dude? Benghazi? Baghdadi?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. You're on board Maka. Mike is now a Trump supporter. God bless you guys. Have a great day. I guess this is our last episode. Wait, wait. Is that what I'm saying? Oh, I was about to hit stop. I was about to hit stop. (laughs) You got something else to say? Wait, am I agreeing with Trump? (laughs) Well, to quote Trump, when Obama took out bin Laden, I'm going to paraphrase. Stop giving credit to Obama, the Navy SEALs killed bin laden so just to be consistent trump Uh, should take no credit for this i
1: agree with trump seven years ago
0: (laughs) he did say that in 2012 so if you want to be consistent trump gets no credit for this because obama didn't so there you go
1: yeah yeah i can live with that
0: (laughs) i always love that shit i love how shit just gets flipped one dude does something but he's not on your team the next dude does it and you're like yay (laughs) And but then, then, then it flips. Like people cheer. Yeah. And I'm not saying like Obama should get credit or shouldn't get credit or Trump should get credit and shouldn't get it's probably no, uh, c- yeah, a combination of a lot of things. I have no fucking clue how things work.
1: And I'm not gonna say that I'm an idiot. <laughs> Democrats are you know, deserve more credit than you know, Republicans. It's just Yeah.
0: I just I just love watching I love watching the shit show. The hypocrisy of it all. I saw one dude on Facebook who was like um praising Trump for the fact that Baghdaddy was killed. It's like, okay, fine. That's cool. I just always like to point out that per Trump's own words in 2012, Trump should get no praise because Obama didn't. So just be consistent and you can flip it around and Democrats probably do the same hip- hypoc- hypocritical stuff, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I just like to watch hypocrisy. It's entertaining sometimes it's kind of saddening sometimes it makes me it makes me sad
1: sometimes it's entertaining
0: sometimes it's really really frustrating really frustrating because you could point it out to people and they just they still don't see it maybe we all, I mean we all got blind spots that's for sure I got them too ain't that the goddamn truth what about you dogs you got anything to say on as we get as we wrap up the show I think they all solved they all solved all these problems that's why they don't talk they just lick their own crotches
1: <laughs> maybe if you're really really uh spiritually enlightened you you come back as a dog that's it not a cow no you come back as a dog and then you then you then you leave this realm
0: maybe you come back as a dolphin
1: possibly i wouldn't be surprised
0: it <laughs> based on how you've lived your life in this incarnation what do you? What animal are you coming back as next? <laughs> what well, we'll conclude with this. <laughs> this is. This tells a lot. This psychologically reveals a lot. What do you see yourself as?
1: Oh shoot! Ah, that might be a whole episode right there.
0: Okay. Wow. Well, we can we can tease. We'll tease out the next one. Do you want to think about it?
1: I do. All right. I I think that's
0: a really good question. That's the next episode then. There that's episode twenty eight. Okay. <laughs> You're gonna be a Duckbill platypus
1: i i don't know god's fuck up i have no idea (laughs) possibly possibly
0: (laughs) those were during god's lsd days (laughs) (laughs) he dropped a tab of ass and was like fuck yes make a make a mammal looking thing with a get one of those duck bills put it on that motherfucker and it's gonna swim and do whatever the hell fuck it does I'll, i'll have to i'll have
1: to research i don't I don't know a whole lot do about. Do some research on the guys. animal
0: animal duckbill platypus. You ever seen a picture of those dudes?
1: Oh, I have. They're hilarious. They're, that's all I
0: know about. I don't them. know what they do. I just know they look like
1: maybe their life <laughs> is super awesome. I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> like bad <So>. Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe they're the most enlightened among us yeah. <laughs> all. They can handle. They can handle looking goofy as fuck because <laughs> they don't have an ego. They're just like, yeah, you can make fun of me. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's all good.
1: Sure.
0: All right. So we'll do that next episode. You got to think about it. Okay. I'll, th- I'll think about yeah. it too. I'll, I'll have a solid answer. You have a solid answer. Sweet. Are you going to come back as the dung beetle? <laughs>
1: Maybe. I mean, I got to do some research. I don't. I don't know.
0: Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking around. All right then. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Enjoy the rest of this day. Yeah, I'm done. You're done. I'm Already done, done. Dunsky. Yeah. All right. Please uh, tell your friends about the show. Give us a goddamn re- rating and review. If it's five stars only, if it's one, go fuck yourselves. (laughs) And as always, don't be a dick. Support us on Patreon. Don't be fucking cheapskates. Just playing. I'm just playing. Everyone calm the fuck down. Just playing around with you. (laughs) Love y'all.